Hey mama, you and I both know losing weight and living a healthy life is about the food, but it's not really about the food. We've been conditioned from a young age to conform into these tightly wound up balls of untruths, processes, and ideals that are not our own and don't serve us. Leaving behind a tornadic path of shame, guilt, regret, and unfortunately unwanted weight gain. Mama, we are straight up stuck in this mess and we have lost our way to happy and healthy. Over the last six years, I have worked with hundreds of mamas and nothing has become more clear to me. We must unravel what we think we know and push past these false teachings and empower ourselves to make choices that serve us and lead us to the life we want to live. Mama, unraveling can get a little messy at times, but we're mamas and getting dirty is a part of the gig. Here we go. Well, hello there, sweet mama. It is Thursday and I know it's late, later than I'm usually on here to chat with you about our Thursday talk and our Thursday discussion. I am so glad that you are here today. And one of the things that we're going to talk about is sabotage, self-sabotaging thoughts and ideas and places and spaces that we get into in our own brain. And I want to kind of break down to you three of the biggest ways that I see mamas and that I have experienced myself that I have set myself up for self-sabotage. Okay. So these are the three biggest ways you're sabotaging your health and your weight loss progress and how to cut it out. And here's the deal. I hope that you know that as we chat about these three today, that I am not guilt-free of taking these actions and living in this space and using these as reasons to not achieve my greatness, to not feel my best and to not step into my power and my strength when it comes to my health, my nutrition, my weight loss and ownership of that journey. And so I just want to make sure that you know that as we talk about these three ways that we sabotage ourselves. This is not to point the finger at you, but to say, sister, I understand. I've been there. I know what it feels like. I know what you're going through and we don't have to stay there and stay stuck. All right, y'all. So self-sabotage is the biggest hurdle, uh, when it comes to healthy living or sustainable weight loss. If you've ever lost weight or stuck to a healthy living plan for a few weeks, only to find yourself going to town on some chips and some salsa at a restaurant, then you know the feeling of self-sabotage and what it brings. And usually those feelings are guilt, shame, frustration, anger, regret. Mama, you may not realize it, but the reason you're sabotaging your health and your weight loss is that you're scared of what it might bring. Listen, we all know that there is a reality of where we are afraid of success. And a lot of times us mamas, self-sabotage, we get into our nutrition, we're moving and grooving, and then we let the shoe drop. And we almost always throw the shoe because there's this thing about us. And we're going to jump into it right here in just a second. That doesn't want us to overcome where we are to over succeed where we have been. The brain is incredibly powerful and it is very strong and change. Even if it's good for us is very scary for it, for us. And so it will upper limit us. 
There's this really incredible book. It's called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And he talks about self-sabotaging and how it is an upper limit. And so he calls it an upper limit in his book. And in my program with my clients, we talk about, are you upper limiting yourself? And Hendricks explains that our minds are only capable of feeling so much happiness, so much success. And when we feel that happiness tank or that success tank overflowing, we look for ways to bring us back down. Let me give you an analogy that he uses in the book that I can relate to 1000%. Okay. So you and your husband, I mean, life is crazy. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on with the kids. You know that in two weeks, you guys are going to have a a staycation. You're going to get away for a day or two. So you go on the staycation. And as soon as you get on the staycation, you start a fight with your husband. You start bickering, you start picking something apart and you start a fight. That is an upper limit. You've been looking forward so much to going on this vacation, having that alone time, not having the kids around that you almost can't even handle the fact that you are going to have downtime without drama, without the kids around and no distractions. We upper limit ourselves like this all the time. Have you ever gone on vacation? And as soon as like the day before you go on vacation, you get sick. That is an upper limit to the overflow of happiness and joy and good feelings. Listen, there's some truth to this. You know it. Fighting with your husband before you go on a staycation, an anniversary trip, or a fun trip without the kids, getting sick before you go on vacation. Trust me, y'all, there's something to this. And his book goes into detail how we do it, what happens internally in our body and stuff like that. So if you're intrigued in that and you're like, wait a second, I want to know more, I highly suggest that you go get The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks and you read it. It's fascinating. Okay. This is true in your weight loss journey too. If you've seen the weight come off and you're starting to feel really good about yourself, you unconsciously look for ways to bring your happiness levels back down. I was on a call with a client a few weeks ago and she saw this cycle happening in her journey. She was sticking to her plan, feeling good about herself, her health, her journey. Then she went out to eat. And instead of sticking with the boundaries she set for herself, the things that she said she was going to do, she decided to say, ah, screw it. And she knew in that moment that she wasn't making the choices that she wanted to. She knew that these choices were going to sabotage her, but she couldn't stop herself from making them in that moment. You guys, she had seen incredible success. A lot of things change and go her way. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, she just decides to to not, to not do it. And so this is an upper limit. This is a self-sabotage. This is, I don't feel worthy of the goodness that is coming my way. And we have to recognize that so that we can change that, right? After the restaurant, she continued to sabotage herself. She kept beating herself up for the choices that were made. And when she talked about the experience as, as a whole, we found out that there were three key things that caused this self-sabotage, right? First, she was looking at other people's journeys and comparing herself. So this is the first little upper limit that she gave herself, right? She started comparing herself to other people. She thought she should be further along than she was, and it was frustrating, and it was allowing her to kind of have a case of the screw it. The second thing that she felt guilty about was spending the money on her health only to waste it by eating outside of the plans, outside of what she knows keeps her in alignment with her success and that forward momentum. This also gave her a reason to say, ah, screw it, right? And the third thing that we uncovered and we discussed is that she had spent almost two months focusing on her health and she thought that she should be further along than she was. She felt 
rushed. She felt like she was wasting time. Although in two months she had seen great progress, has worked on all of this stuff. All of these things are falling into alignment with her. Abundance is coming her way. But in that moment, she felt like it's just not happening fast enough. Too much time is being spent where I'm at. So these three reasons were the reasons why she allowed herself to upper limit herself and to have a case of the screw-its. And when you have a case of the screw-its, it's really, really difficult to pull ourselves out if we don't recognize that that is where we are and that's what's going on. Mama, comparison, money, and time are the biggest ways that we self-sabotage our health. But luckily, it's also 100% possible to get through these roadblocks. And I'm going to show you how to do that today, right here, right now. In the next 10 minutes, I'm going to break it down for you. So sabotage number one, comparison. Let's talk about that, okay? Give it up, sister. Stop doing it. It's not worth it. It's not helping you. The first thing that will stop not only your journey, but your joy is comparison. We've all heard the phrase, comparison is the thief of all joy. And mama, this is so, so true. You gain absolutely nothing by comparing yourself to others. And I mean, nothing sister, if there was something to gain from it, I would tell you, Hey, compare yourself left and right. And make sure that you're always beating yourself up and making sure that you tell yourself you're not as good as the other person. It does nothing. One of the reason comparison messes us up so badly is that we compare our chapter one to someone else's chapter 27. Unless you start at the same time, same place, same weight, same body, same triggers, same metabolic rate as the person you're comparing yourself to, then you're basically comparing apples to oranges. And you and I both know that that is never a good comparison right? You are never going to be the same as someone else. So you cannot compare your journey to theirs. Every single person is different, which means they're going to have a different health journey. You won't have the same journey as your best friend, your sister, your mom, or your neighbor, or anybody else. And if you want to compare yourself to anyone, I'm going to highly suggest that you compare yourself to your today and where you were yesterday where you were a week ago, where you were a month ago. Are you the same person? Are you making the same choices? Are you better off today than you were yesterday? Let's have that conversation of comparison. Let's hold ourselves accountable to that level of like, I'm looking inward. I'm comparing myself inward. And if I don't like what I see, I get to change that. If I like what I see, I'm going to pat myself on the back and not beat myself up because somebody else is 52 chapters ahead of me and doing something different, right? If you don't like the direction that you're going in, then you have the power to change it. If you're making the same poor decisions today that you made a month ago, then recognize that and choose to be different today. Comparison should benefit you and empower you and motivate you. And it's not going to do that if that's not what it's going to do in our world, then it's time for us to give it up, which I know is easier said than done. But recognizing that you're stuck in the comparison game is the best way to get out of it. When you recognize that you're comparing yourself to others, you stop, you take notice, and you tell yourself a new story. You get out of your own way and you start talking to yourself differently. But mama, if we cannot recognize that this is the space that we're in, no change can happen. We have to acknowledge that this is the space that we're in. And then we have to take action to change the story that we are telling ourselves. Instead of thinking, man, that girl is so much better than me. Look at how much weight she's lost. Reframe that thought. Oh gosh, look at how strong she is. And look at how strong I am. We are both doing our best. I am proud of us. 
There's no reason to tear yourself or others down Acknowledge that you're doing the work and that she's doing the work and encourage yourself to keep it up. How do you think your day, your life, your experience, your journey is going to go? If that's the approach and the attitude that you take, when you see somebody else being successful in a manner that you want to be successful in a manner that you're working towards, I guarantee you it's going to look, feel, and, and become different than what it is that you're experiencing right now. When you look at her and you go, Ugh, that's where I should be. I should be 45 pounds down and I'm only 25 pounds up. It's a totally different energy, a totally different vibe and a totally different experience, right? Okay. So that's self-sabotage. Number one comparison. Okay. Self-sabotage. Number two money, your health is worth the cost. Money makes us feel so bad, so guilty, so shameful. Do you know how many mamas I get on the phone with? And this is like the 52nd thing that they want to try to lose weight. <laughs> Listen, I get it. I've been there. I've done the 52 things to try and lose weight and feel good in my skin and get to where I want to go. And every time that I talk to them, they're like, I really want to do this, but I just feel so guilty, so shameful about the money and the investment that I have made in myself. And I still am not where I want to be. That's heavy, right? But here's something that I want you to understand. Just because money is one of the biggest roadblocks that mamas run into, whether it's wanting to spend money on their nutrition and health or feeling guilty that they did spend money. Mamas tend to use money as a guilt trip tool all the time. And mama, I can tell you a secret. Let me tell you a secret about money. Money is energy. Money is not guilt. Money is not shame. Money is not good. Money is not bad. Money is straight up neutral. And it only has the value that we put onto it. Money is energy. Both money and energy can be generated. It's not something that we do or don't have. This is a money mindset. I've had to work on my money mindset. My money mindset was worse than my nutrition. And money mindset is so important. Money is energy. We don't run out of it. It's something that we generate or we create. If you lost everything today, your home, your clothes, your bank account, et cetera, whatever it is, all of the things that you have, would you have to live like that for the rest of your life? Or could you go out and get those things back? You can always bring in more money. I know if you lost it all today, you would put your big mama boss pants on and you would work so that you can, so that you could provide for your family so that you can get to where you need to get a roof over your head, food on the table. Money is energy and we can generate more. So stop feeling guilty about investing it in the only thing in this world that matters, which is your health. That's it. Without our health, we have nothing our cars, our house, our vacations, our, the things that we have in our house. None of that matters. If our health is crap, if we are inviting diabetes and heart disease and, and GI issues and distress, nothing that you have, no trip, no diamond ring, no amount of monetary value matters. If your health is not in a good space. Health is wealth, y'all. So stop telling yourself that money has limits. It doesn't. It can be used and it can be replaced. If you choose to spend money on your health and wellness and you take what you learned and implement it into your life, then I guarantee in 10 years, you won't feel an ounce of guilt for spending that money. In fact, you may not even remember how much it costs. All you'll remember is the lessons that you learned and what a difference it has made in your life and your family's lives. Listen. 
I have clients that have lost 140 pounds, 105 pounds, 65 pounds, clients who have been taken off of their diabetes medication, their blood pressure medication reduced. And I can tell you right now, they are not obsessing over the money that they invested on how to learn to let go of 140 pounds of diabetes medication and of blood pressure medication. They are not obsessing over the amount of money that they invested in learning how to do that, right? They learned how to let go of illness and disease. What they are focusing their attention on is what they have gained by investing in themselves, by exchanging energy for energy and learning how to do this. If you're sabotaging your health because being healthy is too expensive, then I want you to replace the word money with energy. Instead of I'm going to invest money in myself, I want you to say I'm going to invest energy in myself. How does that feel? How does that feel? Does it take away the guilt and the anxiety? You are just as deserving of energy as anyone else in your family. And when you recognize that you can stop sabotaging yourself and allow yourself space to learn and grow, even if it's a lesson that costs you. Okay. So number one, self-sabotage, self-comparison. We're comparing ourselves to all of the things and all of the people and all of the journeys. Self-sabotage number two is using money as a way to make yourself feel guilty and shameful and to not invest energy into learning how to let go of disease and self-hatred and self-loathing and lack of confidence, right? Sabotage number three time. Oh my gosh. I don't get on a phone call with the mama to talk about where it is that they want to go in their health and nutrition, where time does not come up, right? Setting realistic expectations, mama, you are constantly lied to constantly about how much time it should take to lose weight. We are constantly told lose 30 pounds in five days, lose 75 pounds in 30 days. Mama, stop, stop setting yourself up for failure by listening to that. We see before and after pictures all the time, but we are never told how long it took to see such amazing results. Plus we see ads all the freaking time that are instant weight loss, quick results or easy fixes. So often that we think we should be able to hit our goal weight in a matter of a few weeks. But in reality, mama, sustainable weight loss takes time. Give yourself permission to take time to do this right, to feel good and to invest the energy in spending that time on the journey so that you can keep your results long-term. If you start a 12-week program with the goal that you'll lose 50 pounds, you're going to be highly disappointed because you cannot lose 50 pounds in 12 weeks, especially if you don't want it to come back with a vengeance. One thing I tell my clients is that it didn't take you 12 weeks to put this weight on. It's going to take time to get it off. However, sweet friend, If you join me and you come take this nutritional journey with me, I will give you the tools to make sure that with the time you give yourself, you can get to where you want to go, right? Healthy, sustainable weight loss means losing one to two pounds a week. And I'll be honest with you, depending on where we are, sometimes it's 0.5 to one pound a week. That is winning. And listen, think about it. Think about it. If we are 1% better every month in 12 months, we will be so much better off, right? If we lose one pound, a half a pound to a pound a week, and that's four to five to six pounds a month. And we do that for a year. We are going to be in a significantly different place in 12 months than we were in the first three months, but we're so impatient. And we think that it should happen in 30 days, even though it took us 30 years to put on the 75 pounds, let's set ourselves up for 
uh, for success by setting up realistic expectations. Keep in mind that the more weight that you have to lose, the faster you're going to lose it at the beginning. So if you're looking to lose 50 pounds, the first 30 might come off quickly, but the last 20 might be more of a battle. You're going to have to dig in. You're going to have to lean in on your framework and your structure and be consistent and show up right? I have a client that I've been working with for a year who just hit 65 pounds down in the, in the 12 weeks she spent in my macros made easy program in the first like three months, she lost 35 pounds. And then in the first, and then in the first six months, she lost 50 pounds. And then at nine months, we were at like 60 pounds. And then it took us some time to get the last five to 10 pounds off, right? It just takes time. Once you start getting closer and closer to that goal, it gets a little bit challenging in a different way. And that's okay. We don't quit and give up because it gets a little sticky because it gets a little muddy. No, we keep doing what we do, which is showing up for ourselves, being consistent, making good choices 80% of the time, right? If you commit to your health, not just for 12 weeks, but know that this is my lifestyle. This is what I'm doing for the rest of my life. You'll lose the weight. You'll keep it off and you'll see your body improve year after year after year. I've spent seven years working on my nutrition and I'm amazed that with each year, I see more and more of a body and a mindset that I want. It did not happen in one year, but I gave myself the tools, the time, and I stopped comparing myself to other people. And I showed up and I dug in and I did the work and it was for me, not for anybody else. And mama, if you constantly fall prey to one or all of these self-sabotage, then I want to invite you to work with a coach. I know from experience and from working with hundreds of mamas that it's nearly impossible to see the positive when you're stuck in self-sabotage rut. But I know that with the help of a coach, you can see these self-sabotages for what they are as your upper limit, and you can get the help that you need to move past them. It's time to stop sabotaging your health and your weight loss goals by using these three things to keep you stuck. It is time to undo that, to let go, to move past it, to learn how to break through that glass ceiling and keep moving forward in success. I want you to know that where you're at feeling stuck and using these three self-sabotaging situations is not a place that you need to stay. This is what I help my mamas do and undo and relearn and tell yourself a new story week after week after week, year after year after year. So if you're sick and tired of staying stuck where you are, mama, I want to chat with you above or below depending on where you're watching or listening to this video or this podcast, there is a clickable link where you and I can start the conversation. Reach out to me. Okay. Reach out to me, follow the directions above or below in the copy that you see. Uh, Usually I ask you to drop an emoji below or uh, to click on a link to schedule a free discovery call with me. Let's draw clarity around where you're at, what's going on and where you want to go. And then we'll set up a plan and we'll help you get there. All right. That's what I have for you all. I cannot wait to chat with you next week. I'm super excited for next week's topic, but I wanted to let this one marinate for a week and then we'll tap back in next week. Until then, be well, be safe. I'll chat with y'all soon. Have an incredible night. Bye-bye for now. Mama, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for spending a little piece of your crazy day with me. I am hopeful that what I shared with you today allows you to put the pieces of your incredible life puzzle back together where it belongs. If anything from these podcasts resonates with you and you find yourself shaking your head, heck yes, mama, to what is being taught here, please hit that subscribe button and share this with other mamas who need to unravel in all the right ways. I created a place and a space for us to do just that. Go check out my free resource page with all kinds of goodies waiting to push you along in your success. Check it out at 
theunraveledmama.com forward slash resources with an S at the end. Here you will find tips, tricks, hacks, ideas, recipes, must-haves, and my favorites that have helped me crush my goals all along the way. Let's be action takers and move makers and take this to the next level so that you can find that sweet spot in your nutritional journey. See you next week, mama.